It is January the 13th. Uh, the 21st. 20th. It's already the 20th? Oh my god. This is the Hellcrest Duo. I am your host, Metal John, at Metal John Radio on Twitter. And along with me, as always, Brad Risto. I'm at Brad Risto on Twitter. I updated my Twitter handle. Man, I can't believe it's January 20th already. I know. It's, we've had a few weeks off, but uh, we're back. And, yeah, man, uh, we're we've, gonna... we, we've got a very generic episode for you. We're going to cover quite a bit of things. Uh, yeah. I've seen a few movies lately. Uh, I've been out and about. Uh, we've obviously got the, the return of Supergirl and The Flash. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, so we'll have some spoilers there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just a, a lot of happenings over the last few weeks. I guess we could get started with, uh, Brad, how was uh, your Christmas and New Year's? You know what? They were great. I got a lot of neat gifts. Had a great time. We saw some uh, sporting events. Um, uh, got went out on some walks. But I do want to talk because I want to talk about something that happened the past week. Because I want to know if I'm a bad guy. Obviously, last Sunday in Minnesota there was a bit of a miracle uh, walk-off touchdown. And, oh, football! Yes. yes. And this entire week. I've been going to YouTube and going under the heading Saints fan reactions and just watching their world fall apart. Does that make me a bad guy? Just No. Because it is hilarious because there are some sports bar ones where they're like all just jumping up and down because obviously the play before was a bad play for the Vikings and it just looks like, yep, we're moving on to the NFC title game and then, then just out of nowhere you can see them their world fall apart. My favorite one, I think, and this is probably the one where you're probably going to say I'm a bad guy. It's a kid crying. Because <laughs> oh. he's happy, happy. He's silent for five seconds, and he starts crying. Oh, I don't, well, I mean, there's, there's a lot <laughs> of thoughts you can I hear, have on You can guys. hear his parents saying, calm down, calm down. And they're obviously the ones that posted the video. Yeah. And by the way, we, we we do occasionally we'll talk a little sports here on the Hillcrest Duo. Yeah, we're gonna but, uh, expand uh, our format this just is a the, tiny this bit. This is good because I've got a couple thoughts on this one, Brad. First of all, um, I, I I watched that game. I thought that I thought the game was fantastic. I really yeah. didn't have a loyalty one way or the other. I actually had friends that are Vikings fans that were in attendance at that game. So I was kind of thinking about them when the Saints. Kick that field goal late in the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, take the lead uh, with what was there like a like a minute and a minute thirty th- seconds left. Something just like not I, I that mean, much and I was time. just thinking about my friends. I'm like, oh, they, they just sucked the life out of that building. And I probably would have almost um, started s- to leave. I'd be like, I want to beat the rush. I want to get out of here. And then I started thinking, um, oh man, I was like, this is a bummer. But you know, the Vikings get the ball back. Saints just basically got to just, you know, do their best to, like, not let them drive and and, yeah. and let the clock run out. And they were doing a good job. but uh, No doubt. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a crazy miracle play there at the end. Um, Williams took out the other DB. That was the most amazing. He whiffed on a tackle and took out the other guy that could have um, uh, tackled Stefan Diggs. Yeah, he, he whiffed on a tackle, but I see exactly why he did, because he was afraid of passing interference. Yes. He was afraid that he, he was going to pop him too early and get a flag Cl- for it, Clock which would have been a first down, and they would have been in field goal range, and they would have won the game. No bad, uh, yeah. It was, so, I mean, it was just a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of play 
for him. Yeah. Uh, here's here's my here's a couple thoughts I have going back to what you were talking about. Well, first of all, I could say that I've never cried when my team is lost. Not even when you were. 12? I, I was at the Super Bowl when the 49ers were almost in the same position. They at last play the game. They're in the red zone. They're on like the 10 yard line. Kaepernick throws the ball at Crabtree, goes off the tip of his fingers. Was there a hold there? Was there not a hold there? It was a fourth down play. Pass incomplete. Ravens win the game. But this I was like I was not in cry. What about with you or a twelve year old though? You don't know. Because that's what so. this one was. Because there was there was one with an adult where you just dumb a. Hear and, and I've uh, never even had my te- had a team like like in that situation, or even when the Hawks lose. You know, they get swept by the Predators. Like, I, I never throw a fit about it. I don't, like, freak out. But, yeah. But you've so, not, that's I, why I think a lot of these videos of fan reactions are just you've never, publicity stunts. Well, you've like, never you really. Like, who goes outside and throws his TV off the balcony. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, so. Well, that one was fun. How, how did your friend know to videotape you? Well, some of these are. Some of these people do the do the live streams where they um have it on the camera on them all the time, and you well, never not only really. That, but I'm telling you this: if I'm watching, if I'm watching my team in the Super Bowl or my team in the Stanley Cup Finals, and I have people over, nobody's going to be videotaping me watch watch my team. I'm going to be like, put your no, we're watching the game. Put your damn camera. On. Well, no, some people actually just take their cell phone and. Have it, but I wouldn't even do time. that. I don't want my well, reaction. Some people do. Well, some people so do. Stupid. I'm not saying it's smart. I'm just saying there are some people to do that. But you have probably never really experienced that kind of 100% swing. Because the situation you mentioned, the Super Bowl, you were not winning yet. They thought they were on their way to the NFC title game. I would have never thought that. I I mean, mean, again, I have no loyalty to those two teams. Oh, I completely But I was on the edge of my seat. Me too. Oh, my God. I was like, the Vikings could win this. The Saints can stop them and win this. I didn't say the game was over. I didn't think the game was over by any means. Well, you got to they felt confident. I mean, the Vikings are over midfield. They were one play away from kicking a field goal. They were one play away from – I mean, I didn't think they would score the way they scored. No. But – I, they were still – that game was not over yet. No, I knew it was not over. It's a different story. You had to feel confident. It's a different a story fan. if they're all the way on the other side of the field. It's fourth and 30, last chance to, to – it's like basically you got to get 40 yards and, and then stop the clock. Like if it was like one of those situations, I'd probably be like, all right, this game's over. I've, and then all of a sudden like a Hail Mary and the coach yeah. scores for – that's a different story. But this like that game was like at least two, three more plays down the road right. before it was over. So, I w- if I were a Saints fan, I would have felt fairly confident that we had the win. But that's just me because I thought the Saints had the win. But that's me. But we have determined I'm not a bad guy. So, Metal, what have you done since we last <laughs> convened here? Uh, watched football. Yes, yes, me too. Uh, I I did go see a few movies. Oh, last night I went and saw Den of Thieves. Which is and, a new uh, bank robber movie. Ooh, a bank robber with, heist uh, movie. Uh, Fifty cents in it. Uh, Fifty. Fifty cents in it. Uh, Jared Butler, man. Freaking Gerard Butler's back. Yeah, I mean, freaking Spartan, man. Uh, bad ass movie, Brad. I'm telling you, I, I was just last night. I was thinking, all right, I'm in the mood for an action movie. I want right. to see like some action. I want to see some gunfights. I was actually thinking about seeing The Commuter with Liam Neeson, but it's only PG-13. The bank robber movie. I- 
Den of Thieves, rated R. I was like, I'm giving the rated R. The only one problem I have with it is they're advertising there's a twist. I don't like it when they advertise there's a twist. Surprise me with the twist. Don't tell me you're going to have one. Because yeah, just get, well, I mean, I can, uh, I'm a reasonable adult. I can expect that in the heist movie there will be a twist. Don't say that you have one. Let me okay. assume it. I, I'm, I'm going to keep this spoiler free. All right, this is my spoiler free. Just a couple quick thoughts. First of all, movie's got a ton of action, lots of gunfights, lots of just cool bank robber stuff, um, lots of just like good, good guy versus bad guy, cop versus bad guy. A lot of that in it. When it comes down to twists, seriously, there's not a shocking twist. Really? And they're there's advertising that. There's not a twist that. where you're like, oh, that guy is see that coming. There's nothing like that. There's some character twists where you're like, maybe you learn something about a, about a few characters that you weren't really thinking they were capable of. Okay. You know, there's things like that. But other than that, I, I'm going to say that the movie really did, was twist-free. Okay. But... I did think the ending was very clever, and and, and I and I like and I like where they're going with the ending. So I, I'll leave okay, it at that. I, I, but, I'll probably try and catch it. I'll but, probably I mean, on Netflix. I love bank robber movies. Now, what about you? You got a oh, favorite bank a... robber movie? Heat. Heat. Heat's a Heat's a really good. I one. need more time. Just give me more time. I, I, the hacker you know, this, always sucks. This movie actually really reminded me a lot of another bank robber movie that I really loved. Inside Man. Mm. Clive Owen. Yeah. Denzel's a Spike Lee directed one. I, I love that one because that was one where when it comes down to twists, that one was kind of twisty because you're like the whole time you're thinking, all right, how is he, how is, how's this going to play out? What's going to happen? You're kind of waiting for something to happen. And then the way it right. plays in, out, it's pretty awesome. In the Grand Theft, in Grand Theft Auto 5, my favorite missions were the heist missions. Those were always fun, especially the first one, the Diamond Heist, but that's just me. A couple other good heist movies, too. Uh, you can't, I mean, Reservoir Dogs. You can say that's a heist movie, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody always thinks about the ear cut. You got to think about the, the, the heist, though. I mean, you know, I, talk about the perfect setup, just like organizing a bunch of people that yeah. don't know each other, giving them all code names so they can't rat each other out if one of them gets busted. Just, I love those movies that, where they try to plan out the perfect heist. I'd be Mr. Pink. I'm I'm a cheapskate. I don't tip. Yes. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I, I think about that. Inside Man was kind of one of those perfect heist movies. Heat was awesome because I think one of the best scenes in Heat isn't even the action. It's that scene with Pacino... And uh, and De Niro, or, yeah. or, where they're just sitting in the cafe, and he's like, I'm going to bust you. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> I, I, just, I love that scene. Uh, Usual Suspects, a good heist mm-hmm. movie. Uh, Public Enemies. Let's be honest. The Ocean's Eleven series, they're oh, fun. Those, oh, those are fun. Yeah. They're not. The, they don't have the twists uh, because they're predicated on them being a bit more flashy and stylish, but they are just a joy to watch. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, the chemistry between all the characters is great, and each yeah, and each character kind of has something like really funny about them. Yes, um, they're not your traditional heist movie because it's more geared towards comedy, but it's just a delightful movie to watch. Bernie Mac, you, and Bernie Mac is, is probably yes, because that, that's characters. the kind of movie where you are flipping through the channels, you see it's on like okay, I'm watching this for now. Well, you know, there's another Ocean's movie coming out. Yes, right? I do. It's the female side. I'm gonna uh, probably check that out. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, so, anyways, that's uh, that's pretty much what I did. Yeah. Oh, and I got. I think I'm a level 53 of Call of Duty. Oh, I've been playing a lot of um uh, Fortnite, um uh, Save the World, but that's me. Uh, but well, let's. Oh, move. speaking of movies, though, real quick, I think uh, next week's podcast 
I'll give you the top ten Metal John movies of 2017. Okay. I've got that list pretty much wrapped up, but uh, we'll do that list next week. Okay, let's move on to Supergirl. Um, it returned Monday night. Legion of Superheroes. Obviously giving you a quick recap of what happened. Basically, what happened last time was Kara got her ass handed to her by Rain. And yes. the immediate aftermath of that. I've got to say, it was a very compelling story, especially since it was largely Supergirl-less. She was trapped in her own mind. I thought um, uh, it was a great way to introduce Brainy as a character. Yep. He was fun. Playing uh, the traditionally kind of smart, doesn't understand a human person. Yep. I thought he pulled that off quite well. And we finally got to see um, uh, the Legion of Superheroes as a group. Oh, we finally get to see the ship yes. come out of the water. And I, that was just an awesome scene because they make mention of how great um, uh, note, Noteworthy Bon Jovi is um, earlier in the episode and then living in a place. And it just cracked my ass up. Yeah, no, that was cool. Uh, I, I and I like the the battle scenes with Rain. I, yes. I like seeing, I like seeing these characters try to take down Rain without Supergirl. Yeah, that was kind of a cool twist because you know Supergirl obviously is involved in everything and mm -hmm. every episode, and for this to be very Supergirl less and and yes. more about everybody Everyone trying else. to trying to take care of you know Rain. the city without her. I thought I thought that was a great um, bank robbery scene. Going back to heist, yeah. Um, I thought that scene was great as they tried to take her down. Obviously, oh, so fake though. I'm like, they're shooting machine guns in the air. I'm like, where's the dust? Where's like, where's the drywall falling from the ceiling? Oh, where's the debris? I was it's like, a you're metal blank. It's a metal one. That's what shooting it was. Blanks. It was a it was a very fun scene. Um, I really did enjoy John having to pose as um, Supergirl. Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and then he's like, never make me do that again. But while I pretty much completely enjoyed everything they did in this episode to set up the latter half of the this season, my biggest gripe, and I think probably everyone's biggest gripe that I'd read was, they didn't even make an attempt to say where that F Superman was. Yeah. His I cousin just got her ass kicked. The person who kicked her ass went on television. He didn't said, even I'm check in on her. I'm gonna start killing folks, and he doesn't show up. They don't mention. They don't even say, "Well, he's off planet. He's off doing this." Nope, no mention at all. Nope, it's okay if he doesn't show. It. I would have been perfectly fine if he doesn't show up. That's fine. He can't show up. But just say, "He's off planet saving people with the Justice League." He's dead now too, because Batman killed him fighting Doomsday. <laughs> Yeah, I um I agree. I think a lot of people agree as well. Is yes. You introduced Clark Kent. Mm -hmm. He's in the same universe yep. as Supergirl. Um, Mention you don't him. have to have Superman involved in every episode. No. But this episode would have been a great episode for him to make a cameo in. Yes. Um and uh, I, I, I mean because given the whole situation, I no mean, mention not. It's not just that and he for, didn't show up. And for her up. to pretty much be in a coma, and for super, and for Clark or Superman to not even like come to check on her, anything. It's like, man, what a terrible cousin he is. Yeah. But let's give Superman benefit of a doubt, Brad. Okay. We, we here on the Hillcrest duo, it's our duty to come up with an excuse. So, Brad, 
what could Superman have been doing? Uh, he was up in the Fortress of Solitude, you know, just chilling, taking a week off. And it all happened while he was up in the Fortress of Solitude. He missed out. He was communing with nature. Okay. I'm going to say... I'm going to say he left his cell phone <laughs> on the charger in the other room. Yeah, yeah. And so he didn't didn't see, get any of the didn't get any of the didn't status update. Didn't get the memo. Didn't get the Twitter updates that Supergirl beat up. Didn't I mean, let's face news. let's face it, Brad. If you leave yourself No, he's on assignment. Clark Kent is on assignment on deep undercover somewhere and he doesn't have anything with it. Yeah. He's in Istanbul. If you leave your cell phone at home, and you go to work, you, let's face it, you feel like you're disconnected from the whole world. Yes. You don't know what's going on. You don't have access to your Twitter because you can't log into Twitter on your work computer. They get mad at you for that one, I know. Yeah, you have no access to what's going on in the world. You don't know, like, you're you're just just at work and the whole time your phone – is sitting there saying, look at me, Brad. Look yes. at me, Brad. Give me attention, Brad. Yep. yep and yep, yep. you're not there to give I me attention. A, I had a buddy at work um, who, who left his cell phone at home. He left at lunch to go pick it up. Like, I got to go get my cell phone. I'll be right back. I one time <laughs> left my cell phone at my desk at work. Yeah. And I got on the train. I got all the way home. I was like, oh, I left my phone. On my desk. Did you go back and get it that night? Well, no. Because okay, I would have had to drive into the city, park, go to building security, convince them to let me up to the floor to get it. <laughs> uh, I was worried that I was just going to sit there and somebody was going to snag it. So when I got home, I used my work phone, because I got a, a work phone at home as yeah. well, um, and I called my coworker that sits right by me because he stays late. And I was like, hey, is my cell phone sitting on my desk? He's like, yeah. I was like, just put it in the top drawer. You know, so you got takes a good it, so boom. But that whole night, I'm like, man, I'm probably getting text messages right now. Like, well, that's hey, why you need that, to blah, link blah, your blah, blah, blah. cell phone to your iPad. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But... I have Anyways. My, I get all my text messages on my iPad. So, uh, by the way, did you know, going back to Supergirl, did you know Brainiac 5 is actually Supergirl's love interest in the comic books? Yeah, I know. Well, she's had a lot of love interest in the comic books. Yeah. Including Lex Luger and a horse. Wait, a horse? You heard me. Okay. I'll wait for that storyline to come into the show. <laughs> okay, but right, yes. So the Flash. He the Flash. Out. Okay, this episode was great. It was marred by they did the villain of the week. But credit to the writers, they did not punk out. They sent Barry to jail. Yeah. I thought for sure they were going to write their way out of this. They did not. They had the temerity to actually send him to prison, and I have no, and I am left with um with the question like, how is he going to get out of this? I know he will because he has to because there probably is going to be a next season. But how is he going to clear his name? Yeah, um, the trial was uh very good because you're you're watching this and you're like, yeah, it, it, of course he's guilty. He's going to jail, like. They're not going to just uh, find him innocent because because he seems to look like a good guy. Yeah. Um, so I think well, the writers I, did the right thing here. Mm-hmm. One problem I had is I did not like that Iris and other people were trying to convince him to say he's the Flash. 
Why do you want it? Why Why would you try to con- – because he well, made the perfect point. He goes, if I admit that I'm the Flash, you guys are all in danger. My family's all in danger. Everybody's in danger. Well, it's the old um, reason why superheroes can't reveal their secret identity. I wanted to um, uh, touch on one scene that I thought was just awesome, and that's the si- scene with Ralph and Joe where he's about to plant evidence. I thought that scene was awesome, just the speech Ralph gave. Yeah. That was him just being a badass and convincing Joe to do the right thing. Yep. That was yep. just great, and I can't praise it enough, but let's talk about the weakest part and why I think they had to do it, and that's just throwing a villain of the week in and making Flash show up for no reason, because I felt this episode could have been buoyed 100% by the trial and the tri- well, trials and tribulations along with it. I felt he was an okay villain, even though he wasn't a villain because he didn't want to hurt people. He was just a poor, unfortunate victim. But I just feel they did not need to include him. But obviously the reason why they threw in a villain of the week is so the Flash could be given an award and a speech to be given at the end of the episode with the chief um, uh, praising the, the Flash while the judge eviscerates Barry and that the dichotomy between those two scenes. Yeah. That's why it was thrown in. That's it. It was um uh the ends justify the means, but I feel they could have just said um uh, the Flash is going to be given an award and he's going to give this speech and we still get that. But what you going to do? They, All Ghostbusters. Some people um, um they some people like seeing the um, Flash scenes and they had to try it with this one. Yeah, I I, I probably would have like you probably just preferred more focus on the trial stuff, but again the trial. I mean, there was really – Barry had, like, the worst defense attorney ever. He had like, the DA. Yeah, but his – they really didn't do a good well, that job was trying to get him out of it. Well, they, well, no, he didn't want to do a defense. That was his choice. I liked the, um, uh, the prosecuting attorney, although – how awesome it would have been if they could have gotten someone from Law & Order to do it um, uh, and oh, that yeah. connection to Joe West. Yeah. You know, gotten Jack McCoy. Salty old Jack McCoy. That would have been awesome. So what do you think now that Barry's in jail and Barry's already told everybody, I'm not, obviously, you know, no prison's going to hold. No, he didn't. He didn't take that route. No prison could hold him. Looks like he's going to just stay in prison. um, But eventually he's going to have to get out or get released. But how do you think it's going to play out? I think he's going to have to um, actually break out and he's going to be on the run it's going to be even more problems for a while you think he's going to break out i think a problem that's going to need the flash well i addendum i think he will have to temporarily break out be the flash and then get back in time because obviously he's probably going to learn that he can phase through walls by vibrating his molecules blah 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 fake phony pseudoscience Store explanation how is how he can get in and out of prison no problem, but I think he yes I think he may actually have to and he'll do that one too many times and he'll get caught out and then there's going to be a manhunt for Barry Allen. All right, well, I and that's s- going to come near the season finale as he um uh, has to try and clear his name and obviously beat Devoe. I hope we get to see some Barry Allen on the prison yard. Like I want to see him playing basketball. And see if he Without his shirt. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's skins. He's on Team Skins. Yeah. Um, you want to see I, him get prison tats? Yeah. No, I want to see. I want to see how he. Because think about it. 
Barry Allen, perfect, sent, perfect, like bully meat for a prison. Well, he also like, said, he like, also probably sent a lot of these guys to prison. He was a CSI, and what well, I'm sure he's going to run into ones we haven't seen, but say, you sent me to prison, Allen. You're my meat now. Yeah. Woo! So I, I mean, I just want to see what happens if he gets like kind of cornered by some prison guys. Like he, he has uses to take, flash ability. Nah, to get he's out gonna, of it. he's gonna have to take the beating. He'll so, have to take it. This is, this is good, good possible material for for the writers to like really do some character digging here. Let him take the beating. There have been plenty of times in um uh, other comic books, like Spider Man. Um, uh, Superman, where their alter ego, for the sake of protecting their secret identity, had to take a beating that they otherwise probably could have avoided by using their powers. But I, and I think that's probably what we'll see. But I give them credit for following through on that one. Oh, did you watch Black Lightning by any chance? I did not get the chance to yet. I'm not. I, I don't think I'm going to watch it. It just doesn't look appealing to me. Just like I don't watch. I like the idea of it that it's this um old superhero coming out of retirement. So I'm probably going to try and catch it. Because... You think he's going to get introduced into this universe with oh, Supergirl, Flash, and no, all that, or no? No doubt. I think he will. I just. Oh, yeah, I think Arrow. it's a really, especially Arrow. But I think it's a cool idea. He was a hero. He hung it up. But now his family's being um, uh, pestered, so he's back. Back he's in the saddle again. Back in black. But now, I think that they were two very strong episodes from the DC um, uh, shows this week, and I look forward to see what goes on in the rest of the season for both of them. Yeah. That's it. Uh, any other final thoughts, Mel? Uh, that's it. Oh, who, who you got? Uh, so we got more football. We'll yeah, end on more football. We got football tomorrow. We do. We Sunday. got uh, AFC championship. championship game, NFC championship game. Uh, let's start with uh, AFC is the first. AFC. AFC, we got <sighs> uh, the Patriots hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tom Terrific is hard to go against, but I want to see the new. I want to see some new blood. I'm going to just say the Jags. I think they're probably going to lose, but I'm rooting Jags. Go well, Jags. I, I think anybody outside of New England is probably rooting for Jacksonville, including yes. you, including myself. Um, I mean, if if you had $500 to throw down on a, on a winner, who are you going to put the money on? Are you going to put the money on Brady and the Patriots, or are you going to put the money on Jacksonville? Is this my actual $500, the... or did yes, someone just give me $500. Well, then I'm going to have to do the Patriots. If someone's just giving me 500 bucks and they say, you have to bet this out of game, I'll do the Jaguars for a couple reasons. One, I want them to win, and two, they pay out more. Yes, exactly. Okay, so... But if it's my own money... If it's your own money... The you're, safer you're go- bet is the Patriots, but... So you would go the safe bet. Okay. Yes. See, I... I... I, I mean, I I'd, think li- that- I'd like Jacksonville. Here's here's what it's I really one. want to see happen. I want to see it ending similar to that damn Viking Saints game. I want to see it ending similar to that. that uh, would be where neat. I want to see it really come down to the last like two minutes of the game, and either one of two things is going to happen: Tom Brady is going to be clutch, and he's going to and he's going to and he's going to lead or the Saxonville reign supreme, or Jacksonville's going to pull off a big, maybe a pick six to to win sack. the game. It's Saxonville. Sack, sack fumble? I don't yeah. know. Like, I, I, that's, I really want it to kind of come down to that. Oh, like, me too, but I don't I, think I just don't want it to be a game where Brady figures out the Jacksonville defense, 
And, and the greatest QB of this up. generation does what the greatest QB of this generation does. Yeah, so I, I just I want to be entertained. I want to I want to have a good game. Um, over on the I, I won't I, I won't be disappointed. Oh, no. I won't be surprised if the Patriots win. I actually can say I'm not going to be surprised if Jacksonville wins because no. they they deserve to be there too. Like. And that, you as a, um, a Niners fan, me as a Bears fan. By the way, my Niners put up 44 points on that Jacksonville defense. Yes, but just you, saying. you as a Niners fan, me as a Bears fan, when you see what Jacksonville did, it just gives you so much hope for next year. Next year, around this time, when it's Bears versus Niners in the NFC title game, it's going to be fun, isn't it? Sure. All right, uh, NFC. We got the Eagles hosting the Vikings. I'm going Vikings. I think that really? they, yes. So I, I don't I mean, trust Nick Obviously, Foles. the Vikings win. The Vikings get the they get a home Super Bowl, which, even though they're going to be the away team. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm going to say that I Vikes. Well, Vikes. This is what I like about Skull. this game. This Skull. is what I I, I, I like a lot Skull. about this NFC game because I could honestly say, despite the outcome of this game, there's going to be a cool storyline. Oh, yeah. Because you got either the Vikings are going to be a home team hosting the Super Bowl, or the other cool story is. Carson Wentz gets hurt. His backup Nick Foles comes in and takes the team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, like that's pretty. I think that's a cool storyline. Yes. Um, and, and you know, and, and that's another reason why I would like the Patriots just to lose. Not so much that I don't want Brady to win our Super Bowl. I think about all these quarterbacks yeah. that are going to be fighting for the Super Bowl. I mean, Case Keenum, hey Blake, Bo- Nick Foles, Ooh. Blake Bortles. I mean, if you get two of those three guys fighting for the Super Bowl, it's going to be awesome. Yes, and you're Tom Brady. Everyone knows him. He's the best QB of his generation, one of the best of all time. He also grew up a Niners fan. Yeah, well, he's um uh, better than Joe Montana. There, I said it. Mm, podcast over. All right, that's Brad Risto <laughs> at Outsider Brad. Brad Rist at Brad Risto now. Oh, at Brad Risto on Twitter. I am Metal John at Metal John Radio on Twitter. This has been episode 77 of the Hillcrest Duo, taped live in Crest Hill, Illinois, on Saturday, January the 20th, 2018. And we will be back next week, and I will give you my top 10 list of 2017 movies, and we'll also talk other best of 2017 next week on the Hillcrest Duo. See ya.